today's leading women episode 116. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest today, Bodacious Betty. Bodacious Betty is a retro pinup and modern boudoir photographer in Tampa, Florida since 2010. She has been published on the cover Pinup America magazine and now pens a monthly column on photo tips for the magazine in addition to her entrepreneurial duties. Betty is the owner of Bodacious Betty Pinup Photography, which specializes in glamour portrait photography from the 1940s to 1950s era and believes any woman can be made to both look and feel gorgeous. Her mission is to bring out the pinup starlet in every car. So women of the world, Miss Bodacious Betty, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. We are delighted to have you on our show and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you and your journey as an entrepreneur. So Betty, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, this what equity to knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Yes. Um, the reason why I specialize in pinup, retro pinup, and modern boudoir is because I really just enjoy showing women how beautiful they are. I enjoy showing them the transformative process of the before and the after. Because I don't, I think it affects more than just their exterior. It also gives them, it makes them feel better about themselves, which is, you, you couldn't ask for a better job. I mean, it's, it's a ton of fun. And I, you know, I get paid to make women look and feel good. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence and I'm sure our listeners as well and I totally agree with you. What's more fun than seeing women out there look good and feel good? Love it. Now, what was the defining moment that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? Believe it or not, I actually didn't grow up as a photographer. I didn't grow up wanting to be a photographer. Um, it happened actually being in front of the camera. Um, I had my own pinup session done and I just, I loved it so much that I wanted to do it again and again. And I just was so inspired that I was like, you know what? I really, I wanted to get behind the camera. And once I started photographing and I was like, you know what? I think I can do this for other women. And so. I now spend more time behind the camera than I do in front of it, and I like it a lot better that way. 
Wow, I'm sure it's it's very fulfilling or gratifying when you're doing this and seeing seeing other women so happy with what it is you you are what when you are photographing them or when you when you show them this the finished product. Wow, I, I I can see myself in that. That was really a a moment, you know, uh, when you can when you say that. Oh wow, if I could just you know. Make make these women feel good and look good. Why not? And would you say that that was your vision as well? That you know drives you towards success day in and day out. Yes, I definitely think. I mean, if I didn't have other women, you know what I mean. If I didn't have a way to make them happy, um, and by extension myself, then of course I wouldn't have the drive to to do what I do every day. But um, ultimately, my compelling vision that drives me is, is really just to be the ultimate master of my time. I want, you know, to remain financially viable, stable, and also creative. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, you, you share about the, the, your vision, not only to, for these women, but also to have, to, to have the ultimate mastery of your time, your financial, because that's why we're in business to begin with. I mean, we want the financial freedom. We want the, the, the freedom, the time freedom to be able to do what it is that we want to do when we want it. So though yeah. that compelling vision, yeah, I can see myself with what you've said, because that what, dri- what drives me every day, day in and day out. And for our listeners out there, it's really important that you have something. You have some vision for yourself that can guide you or that can give you direction that can inspire you to move forward to build this business that you are passionate about doing because there are going to be challenges along the way and when you don't have something that you look forward to that's going to be a challenge that can, that's going to be hard so the takeaway here is find something or create that vision for yourself and for your business that continues to inspire you and motivate you to keep pushing every day all right, now your business, you know, um, obviously you shared about your vision as well as, you know, you know you're the defining moment, but let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, I think especially in photography, you have three main traits that you really need. Um, One of them is creativity. You need the ability to think outside the box, you know, to think about ways to not only solve problems, but also creativity and marketing, especially when you're competing with photographers who are basically willing to shoot for little or nothing. Um, So you really got to think about ways to get outside of that. Um, I would say another trait is determination. I think the old adage, where there's a will, where there's a way, definitely applies. For me, failures are just a temporary setback and a learning experience. And then also, the biggest one, I think, is resourcefulness. You know, you've got to make do with what you have. I'm a big believer in not getting into a huge amount of debt. Um, like, a good example would be when I got my studio. I wanted to keep my overhead low, I didn't want to take out a loan and buy a place. So my solution was to pair up with my fellow photographer and friend to share a space. So I just, you know, I'm constantly thinking about ways to make do with what I have and to be resourceful. And I think that, you know, I think my creativity helps with that as well. 
So creativity, determination, resourcefulness, huge takeaways for our listeners to learn from. And these traits that uh, Betty have just shared, this can be cultivated. You know, I don't believe that we are born with them, but they can be cultivated and adapt them to be part of of who you, of you and, and when you're building this business, because these are really huge takeaways that we can learn from. So that's great to being creative, having that determination and making, you know, seeing that failures are not a setback, but turn those as opportunities and to be, in, to be resourceful. And I love what you said about being frugal and keep your overhead low and be resourceful and find other ways for you to, to build your business so that you are not going into, you are not incurring a lot of expenses that you're not able to, you know, to meet, especially in the beginning when you are just starting out. All right, exactly. now let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, there have been a couple of them. The first like I, that I alluded to before is really competing with other photographers. The market's very saturated. Um, technology has advanced to the point that, you know, it's said that everybody is a photographer now, but not everybody knows how to specifically um, pose a subject to be most flattering or to create the best light. Um, and I'm not going to give away my expertise for free. So one of the challenges that I've had to deal with is to find ways, like I said, to market myself, to stand out from other photographers. Um, and also my biggest way or the way that I've overcome that is to work with other businesses to get referrals. So I've got a referral system in place with other businesses. They're cross promote, you know, through cross promotion. Um, and they're also sending referrals my way. Um, I've also set up a business structure that it's more boutique. You know, I'm a full service photographer, so I'm not just going to take your photos and hand you a disc. You know, when you come in, consult with me, I create a photo shoot based upon your wants, your desires. Um, you know, like if you have certain problem areas that you are particular about or certain areas that you want to highlight, I'm going to pay special attention to that. Um, you know, when you get the, the, when the photo shoot's actually done and over, I'm going to hand you fully, you're going to see fully edited photos. You're going to see them in person. I'm going to guide you through the ordering process to tell you what's going to look best on your wall. Um, one of the things personally for me that just is whenever I had my wedding photos done, I thought I just wanted them on disc and I just, and I wish now that I had gotten an album made because what are those photos doing? They're sitting in a box somewhere. I've just never gotten to them because I don't have time. Um, and I think, you know, that's part of the reason why I started or moved toward a full service um, is because I asked my clients, well, what are you doing with, you know, those digital negatives? They, because people think they need them. They just want them so they can print them off at the local, you know, Walmart. And, um, you know, they weren't really doing anything with them and they didn't know what to do with them. So I think I offer a a service to my clients by helping them choose their artwork, you know, and how cool is it to have artwork that's created custom for you, not just something that you bought from target. So that's been, that was one of my biggest challenges. My other challenge that I am still working on is the work life balance. Um, 
I'm really, I admit that I'm really bad at it. As a photographer, I tend to wear all hats, you know, um, and so I'm constantly trying to, you know, be more efficient and also to spend time with my family. So, I mean, they get sick and tired of seeing me in front of the computer all the time. And I think if you're just starting out, um, you know, outsourcing is not as easy, especially if you don't have the money to do so. So um, one of the ways that I've kind of overcome that or I'm working to overcome that is to, you know, barter. Every, for me, everything is negotiable. So if I can get what I want through bartering, I'll do that. Or sometimes I'll just take a task and maybe break it down into a micro task. And maybe um, like maybe I need help with a blog post. So maybe I can ask somebody to help me craft a blog post and I can, you know, fine tune it and send it out. Or um, maybe I need help sending out flyers, putting out flyers. So there's things like that, like Craigslist and Fiverr are probably two of my favorite websites <laughs> of all time because I get a lot done. Yes, and I love that you, st you started with uh, sharing your challenges and how you, how you manage those challenges and you, you segue into the work-life balance because I agree with you. This is one area that I'm sure all or a lot of entrepreneurs out there and our listeners struggle with because I myself, for me, sometimes I say work-life balance is a myth because for us entrepreneurs, we are so passionate about what we're doing that it's no longer work. Right, yeah. yeah. I so, never turn my brain off. It's never off. <laughs> exactly. But like what you said, it's really important to make time to and spend time with those that are important to you, your family, yourself. And there are ways to do this. Be more efficient at what your task. And if you have some tasks that, you know, big tasks, break down into micro tasks and find help. You know, there are inexpensive uh, ways to do this. Like, for example, hiring someone at Fiverr or getting things, you know, from Craigslist or from Odesk. And of course, when you're just starting out, you know, delegating or outsourcing some of this task is a little expensive. But then as soon as you're able to, you really have to, free, you know, to get some help so that you can free your time to do the other things that are more important to you and those, those that are revenue generating. And also to make time for you to be able to make time for, for example, to, for your personal life, for your downtime. Because for me, you know, this is a big area that I am really passionate about. I mean, being a nurse myself, I have seen a lot of people suffering as a result of not taking care of themselves or their health. So I am really big on this. And it's not easy to find time or to, but you really, for our listeners out there, we all have 24 hours in a day. So we really have to make time to take care of our body because if we don't have our health, we won't be able to build this business that we are so passionate about doing in the first place. So make time for this. I mean, if you, I used to say, if you are able to make time for brushing our teeth, why not make time for even just 15 minutes to quiet your mind or do a workout or and eat healthy and those little things that will nurture your body because when you are in your you, your best self, um, physically, physically, mentally, and like that, you will be more productive and be able to create something that, you know, you're putting out there. So it is a challenge. I, it is, I, I battle with it every day, but have some ways to deal with it. I mean, for me, I structure my day. I schedule it so that by the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, I know exactly what I'm doing. 
And yes, it's a challenge to follow it. But I make sure that I have those time when I have to do those non-negotiable tasks. And that includes my time to work out, to do my yoga, to do my meditation. And the number one task that I have to get done on that day. And believe me, I struggle with that, with it every day. But when you are able to do it, oh, what a good feeling. So I, for me, I look up, I look into I ex- that. I imagine myself that when I've done these things, I will feel really good about myself. So for our listeners out there, make time for that and structure your days so that you're able to, you're not neglecting those other areas in your life, whatever that, whatever that one is. All right. Now let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. You know, I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Personally, um, like I said, again, it goes back to being the master of my time. I mean, I think if you can be the master of your time, that to me is freedom right there because it's the, the freedom to structure your own life and create what you want to happen. Um, I mean, financially speaking, uh, I do take a look at my total sales and total profit as well as my expenses to determine if I need to raise my prices. But ultimately, my ultimate goal, I think personally, is just to have the freedom, you know, and having a job that allows me to create my life as I see it, it, my own vision. I don't think you can ask for more than that. Oh, absolutely. Totally agree. And I mean, success is having the freedom to create that kind of life you want to have. I think that is the ultimate definition of success. And for me as well, I define, you know, success is really individual. So for our listeners out there, this may not be your definition of success, but try to ask yourself one morning what success means to you. And you'll be surprised that, you know, that that answer in, from your heart is not going to be those uh, those dollar signs, but it is knowing that you are happy with what it is you're doing and that you know that you are making a difference in other people's lives because of what you're doing. So I love your perspective on that. So thank you for sharing. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So Take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Okay, well... um. When I was first starting out, and I, I think anybody needs to do the same thing, is you need to research your idea um, and le- really learn about it before you invest any money in it. Um, I read a lot of books. I watched a lot of videos. And most importantly, I actually went to – I hung around a lot of forums. 
and I, you know, would, would just read, you know, first I would just sort of skulk, you know, and I didn't really um, partake in any of the conversations, but I'd read a lot of the conversations and stuff and the threads between the other photographers, and I learned so much that way. Um, and I think, too, you know, I, you need to also look at the demographics, um, figure out your target market. Where do they shop? What do they buy? What do they eat? Um, and then figure out how you're going to target that person. Um, you want to think of ways that you can differentiate yourself from your competitors. Again, it goes back to setting your part, you know, self apart and knowing your target market. Um, I would definitely say that you need to write a business plan, um, but also revise it as you learn more, revise it. I'm constantly thinking of new ideas, you know, so I'm constantly um, tweaking my business plan. Um, you know, and my biggest piece of advice I think would be to get out there and just network. Um, you're, you need to be around like-minded people that are supportive of you. They're going to help you think of ideas and they're going to, they're just going to bring referrals to you and they can help put you in touch with other people. So it's all, it really is all about who you know. Um, and for me, networking and referrals really are the lifeblood of my business because I don't do traditional advertising. I'm never going to place, you know, a big ad in a newspaper or a magazine. I just don't find, I feel like that's a waste of time because people don't hire photographers that they don't know. They generally are going to go through somebody that they know and that they trust. Huge takeaways there for our listeners to take action on today. So let me just summarize those for our listeners' sake. So the first one is to research about your idea. And it boils down to doing your due diligence to research whatever that business idea that you have. And uh, like what Betty shared, go to forums in, the, in your niche and find out what is out there. What is it that they are doing, what other people are doing so that you can learn from them and also learn more about your target market as well. And so that brings us to the second one, which is to really figure out, figuring out your target market, you know, thinking of ways that you can differentiate differentiate yourself and uh, continuously you know ramming up that business plan and, and revising that business plan as needed and as your business evolve and the third one is to get out there and network and this is really huge i mean there is no reason to do this business alone you have to network with other people to support you and to help you as you as you build this business that you are passionate about and there are a lot of ways to do this you can go to events that are in, related to your niche you can create a mastermind but know that you can you know you don't have to be alone in this network with other people because not only you will find your partners there but also your your clients your future clients it is through networking that you will find those best clients because like what you've said what Betty said people do business with people that they like and know and trust and when you are networking when you're meeting these people whether that be online or in person it's really huge it will make a big difference in your business so thank you Betty for being generous in sharing those now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that you can share our listeners with today? Um, I, there are so many um, resources and apps that I use, but I really think the first or my main resource is just my smartphone. I think having a mini computer at your fingertips helps you be more efficient and more productive. I mean, 
some of my favorite apps are Square, Dropbox, Google Drive, um, Podkicker for listening to podcasts when I'm on the road. Shoebox is great um, for you know helping me get rid of those pieces of paper laying around. Uh, Kindle for continued learning, and I have a, a favorite app that, that um, I think is really awesome, which is called Significant. It's actually um, I don't know if it's pronounced significant, but it's spelled significant, and it's an app that allows clients to sign my contracts via email or smartphone. Because a lot of I'm finding that a lot of my clients don't even have computers. They have just mobile devices. So that makes it indispensable for getting a contract signed, you know, and it's, it's convenient for my, my customer and it's paperless. Um, wow, that's really new. I haven't heard about it, but I'm definitely going to be checking that one out at significance because you're right. A lot of, uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners out there can find this really helpful, for, especially if your business requires that you, that clients have to sign a contract. And it's really nice if you can have this electronically, if they can do, if they can sign it electronically. And with this app, Significance, you can do that. So thank you for sharing that. And through all the other uh, resources that you've shared, like Square, Dropbox, Google Docs. And I love that pod, uh, pod kicker for the podcast that when you can listen to podcasts on, on the road, that's really huge. And of course, Kindle. I'm a big fan of Kindle as well. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Yes. If you haven't read it already, it's uh, Contagious by Jonah Berger. Um, I don't I don't think it's a recipe for making your content go viral, but it does give the elements contained in successful viral marketing. So it's going to just spur you to think of ways to create viral content for your own niche. Um, just an awesome, awesome book. All right. And that's Contagious by Jonah Berger. Thank you for sharing that. Now, Betty, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or a superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Well, I actually think that it would be a combination of Daredevil and Catwoman. Daredevil, I don't know if you're familiar with him, he's a Marvel comic, I think that came out in the 60s, um, where he was um, blinded by this chemical coming off from a car. So he was blinded by it, but the radiation from the chemical made all of his other senses stronger. So, you know, he would go out and I just love him because he's fearless and he perseveres, you know, when the odds are stacked against him. So I really identify with that. Um, and I think the other character that I would like to be is Catwoman because, well, not only does she look fantastic in a cat suit, you know, she's got this air of mystery around her and she's a little bit of a rebel. She really doesn't, you know, follow the rules of society. She's out there, you know, thinking and doing for herself. Um, so I admire that as well. So Daredevil, they are Daredevil and Catwoman. Yes, I am not really familiar with Daredevil, but I'm, I'm definitely going to research on that. And Catwoman, of course. And I can see that in you with the traits that you've, just, you've shared uh, with Catwoman. Love it. All right, last but not the least, Betty, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it. 
well, I actually have two different websites. The retro pinup is bodaciousbetties.com. That's plural. Um, B-O-D-A-C-I-O-U-S-B-E-T-T-I-E-S.com or boudoirbettyfl.com. Um, I have, if you go to my websites, I have all sorts of social medias. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so, and I have a Pinterest account as well. All right. So, <laughs> so the I'm issues, all over the internet. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And the easiest way will be to go to bodaciousbettis.com. And then from there, you can learn uh, where you go through her so- social, all of her social media profiles. So for our listeners out there, that's bodaciousbettis.com. And by the way, for our listeners, all of these fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bodacious Betty or just type in her name, Bodacious Betty on the search bar and it will find it for you. So if you are driving while you are listening to this one, I'm going to have those links on the show notes as well. But again, that link is bodaciousbettys.com. All right, Betty, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Likewise, thank you. It was so much fun talking to you. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit today's slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg